This is Deep Dive. I'm Sui. This week, China continued to relax its international travel policies. New policies now allow outbound group tours to 20 countries, including Thailand, Singapore, South Africa, Switzerland, and more. Travel agencies are also offering bundle deals with flights and hotels included. The selected destination countries hail the policy relaxation. It's our pride and honor that Chinese people trust Cambodia as a safe tourist destination. To the end of 2019, we had about zero Chinese customers, and、uh, we are very happy and looking forward to seeing them again. Really good for the Hungarian market, especially for Budapest, because they're mostly coming in the capital. It's not just good for the hotels. And also, just as you mentioned, the shops, but also for the restaurants. The measure came after China relaxed travel restrictions for individuals last month. What are businesses saying about the comeback of Chinese tourists? What expectations do they have for this year? For this, we turn our spotlight to one of the top destinations of Chinese tourists, Thailand. CGTN Bangkok correspondent Chowarad Unjiranen spoke with us. This episode is brought to you on Friday, February 10th. We know China has been adjusting its policies concerning overseas tourism, and now tour groups to Thailand have already resumed. And first of all, how many Chinese tourists or tour groups have landed in Thailand so far? Like, do we have some、uh, initial numbers? The thing is, is that the situation is happening right now, so I can't. Say exactly what the numbers are,、mm-hmm. uh, because the first arrival of the tour groups, the official tour groups from China, happened on、uh, Monday, the sixth February two thousand twenty-three. So just just this past week.、Uh, but what we do know is that the Prime Minister of Thailand,、uh, General Prayutanosha, has said that he's very confident that we will be receiving more than thirty million foreign tourist arrivals this year.、Mm-hmm. Now this is a jump. To what we had predicted earlier, which was around 20 million, before that increased to 28. So we're seeing here that it's quite a big surge that we're seeing now that we have those tours coming from China. If you compare this to last year, it's so drastically different.、Mm-hmm. Last year, the target was,、uh, you know, less than 11.15 million foreign arrivals, and we've already beaten that target. So definitely, this is. Something of a good news, if you think about it, in terms of how、uh, the numbers are now to let's say pre-pandemic, we're still not there.、Uh, you know, in 2019, it was about 40 million foreign tourists that had came, and out of that, it was 11 million Chinese、uh, tourists who came to Thailand and spent around almost two trillion baht.、Uh, but all in all, though. From the period of the first of January to the second of February, we have a record of around ninety-nine thousand tourists arriving to the country, and this is despite the regulations that are still in place for for COVID nineteen in China and India.、Hmm. So, talking about Chinese tourists, and also like you said, Thailand has always been one of the top destinations for Chinese tourists. So, what are those working in the sector? The tourism and also、uh, hospitality sector in Thailand are saying about the crowds this time. Well, there's a lot of anticipation,、uh, a lot of waiting. 
Tourists are gradually coming back. But of course, when China opened up, it was bound to get better because they have a large population. Once they start to really travel again, our economy will be much better. We've had tourists coming from other parts of the world, but everyone knows that the Chinese market is our main market. And if you go in the areas that are frequented by Chinese tourists before COVID-19, such as the Ratchada Road, where the Chinese embassy is, there's already, you can see here, a lot of restaurants, Chinese restaurants. A lot of the attractions that the Chinese tourists would go to are either renovating or, or opening up. You see more new shops coming up. If you go to tourist sites, such as the backpackers area where it is a uh, Kaosan, uh, it's coming back to life, local markets, beaches, all in all, everyone is very excited. A good example of how things have really become exciting today right now is that if you go to, uh, let's say, Bai, which is a very popular tourist attraction, mm. I went there, I think, as a you know a local tourist last year mm -hmm. and it was very chill it was very quiet but now if you go into the facebook page of the community there you know you can't even rent a motorbike which is mm -hmm. something that a lot of tourists do because there's just so many tourists going back to that area and already we've seen that a lot of professionals they're just ready to do what they do best and that is to to host tourists because They've had a really rough time during the pandemic. Mm. Uh, you also mentioned uh, the expected numbers of uh, Prime Minister Chenuncha uh, when it comes to tourist numbers, and also uh, the media outlets here on the Chinese mainland uh, widely reported uh, that actually the Thai Deputy Prime Minister uh, welcomed the first group of Chinese tourists in person at the airport last month. What do you think? Was that move some kind of uh, unusual? Because like we said, tourism is a pillar. But do you see top officials do this very often? It's not surprising in Thailand because of the fact that this marks the beginning of something very important for the tourism industry. It marks one of the biggest tour markets for the Thai economy. Mm. It's a good sign that Chinese tourists are visiting Thailand again. The Thai government must give the warmest welcome to Chinese tourists on behalf of the Thai people. So it's, it's not a surprise. The public really is happy to see that this is happening. And, and the government really wants to show that, you know, the Chinese tourists are very important to Thailand. And that's why we've had those visits to, to the airport. I said in my limited Mandarin, Thai people welcome friends from China to visit Thailand. This is what I said to Chinese tourists. I want them to know that Thai people sincerely welcome them to Thailand. I ended up saying Happy New Year. The Chinese tourist market has contributed greatly to Thailand's GDP. In 2020 alone, tourism itself contributed 883 billion baht to Thailand's GDP. That's very little compared to, let's say, for example, before where in the same period, it was around 15.6 trillion baht earlier before the pandemic. So all in all, with, with the arrival of these Chinese tourists, it's a significant monumental 
period where we're saying, okay, it's fine now. All the tour guides, all the tour agencies can get ready for these large groups of people that are expected to come. As the deputy prime minister who was there said, you know, Thai and Chinese people are like family. And so there's a lot of excitement, a lot of anticipation. And, and at the same time, a lot of, of panic as well, because a lot of hotels are going to have to rush to try and get the, you know, uh, people who are Chinese speakers or, or staff members back into their organizations. Our staff are complaining they can hardly handle it. Too many requests. So they have to work overtime. With China reopening, tour bus operators have been getting ready to serve them. We are preparing the vehicles, but the labor shortage is a problem. It's a big problem for tourism businesses right now. First, there is not enough drivers. So let's look back at the past three years. Uh, you said in at some uh, tourism spots, the situation was not that good. So uh, based on your observation and also your day-by-day uh, -day -day life, uh, tell us what Thailand's tourism has gone through over the past three years uh, amid a pandemic. I think like a lot of countries around the world who have tourism as uh, one of the, the big core foundations of their economy, uh, feel the same, and that is, it wasn't their country. It wasn't normal for you to go to, let's say, Kaohsan or to like Phuket mm. and not see any tourists on the beach or not see any tourists drinking on the on the roads. Um, so it was a very big, drastic thing for the Thai economy. A lot of restaurants and hotels had to adapt, mm. and some didn't survive. Mm. It really depended on how you were able to adapt targeting local tourists, which if you think about it and you compare it, the local tourist contribution to the economy, it's so less than what international tourists would be contributing. For example, in 2019, international tourists made up 33% of overall travelers in Thailand, but they accounted for 60% mm. of all tourism spending. So basically, like if you had a foreigner come and spend, they would spend around like a uh, thousand five hundred or so dollars. But if you had a domestic traveler, it would be at around $152. Mm. So that is a very big drastic change in, in income for the tourism industry. So you had a lot of businesses shut down. You had a lot of professionals such as pilots becoming cab drivers, hotel chefs opening up their own restaurants, and really trying to do what they can to pivot their business so that they could survive either on the domestic side in terms of domestic tourism or going to a different market. Uh, such as retail or, you know, the restaurant business. Mm. Uh, I was wondering uh, how much did that impact uh, on a daily life of uh, th those receivers? For example, here in China, uh, when we talk about popular tourists, uh, particular in the south, like in, in Yunnan province, and the local people mm -hmm. actually, uh, their life are quite difficult because of the situation. So how about in Thailand? Thailand is lucky in the, that, in the fact that if you take a look at our economy, we have our exports. Mm -hmm. We have an agricultural economy as well. Mm -hmm. So we were saved by a lot of exports numbers that were really good during the pandemic. But if you're in the tourism industry, of course, you'd hear a lot of stories of people how they, they had to change. Mm -hmm. You know, they had to change their careers. They had to do something else. 
My whole life, I've never had only three baht. I had no money to go to work and had to borrow from friends. But it's improving, hopefully even better when Chinese group tours start. So it did definitely change the perspective of people who might be have might have worked in that industry and thought, oh my goodness, it's such a secure industry. If, if you worked in a well-off hotel, you know, you didn't really have to worry about things. But now people are thinking twice as to like, hey, is that the career for me? A lot of graduates as well. Also, I remember that time during that time when, you know, some people were taking classes or, or going through programs to be an air stewardess. Hmm. A lot of those kids or, or those people who are of that generation had to think twice of, hey, once I graduate, what am I going to do next? Hmm. So it did impact the perspective of of a career in the tourism industry. But I think underlying in terms of everyone's feelings, everyone kind of knows that we are going to get back to pre-pandemic numbers. Everybody knows that we will get back to being, you know, one of the main tourism destinations in the world because it's just ingrained in, in Thailand. And we're already seeing that happening. Even though we opened a year ago, we had like some countries coming in, we're already seeing that things are changing. And, and I, I can confidently say that right now, the feeling of confidence is totally different to a year ago or two years ago. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this uh, transition period. Uh, like you said, the country and open its borders uh, back in the summer of last year, and now international visitors can travel uh, more easily in and out. So what kind of changes have those moves brought to the economy and the society? If, if you take a look at the, let's say, the, the day-to-day you know, aspect of how people are living now, if you're in a city where uh, there's a lot of people, people are still wearing masks. This is an example of, of how things are in terms of, okay, let's let's take a look at the regulation of wearing masks. But let's say if you go to, like recently, I just went to Phuket for vacation mm. or uh, Ho Hin for vacation with the foreigners coming in. <laughs> mm. A lot of foreigners come from countries that aren't wearing masks right. and they're very free. And then you find yourself in a situation where like, oh my goodness, am I going to wear a mask or am I not going to wear a mask? Right. And then you see that kind of transition of people slowly like not wearing masks when there are not that big of crowds. So that's kind of like how society is happening right now. People are more confident to hold uh, okay uh, parties. Uh, people are more confident to go out and see their friends and do business. And this has also, in a way, brought a lot of confidence to businesses as well. We've had Central Retail Group, which is a very big retail uh, corporation here in Thailand, already saying that they're going to expand Mm. their business. Even though we have a global economic downturn, Mm -hmm. they're going to expand their branches, not only in Thailand, but overseas. So it's really a remarkable change. And the speed of it, at first, it was kind of slow in terms of how things are opening up. But now it seems as if it's accelerating, especially um, after the relaxation of of regulations from China and, you know, going through that New Year period. Hmm. Because the Chinese, they want to get out. And Thailand is one of the open countries. So we expect this volume to grow very fast. Yeah, I think that now we're on the, the process to recovery. And we see it's very fast to recover because of uh, we open and now we add more on the number of the tourists that came from the china especially for the group 
that will be started. And one question I'm always curious is the differences between individual trips with、uh, tour groups. So, what would you say are the difference between these two kinds of、uh, travel experiences for Thailand's tourism sector? That's a very interesting question because a lot of people may not think about it.、Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that oh,、um, most of the tourists that come to Thailand are of the the tour group、mm-hmm. or the tour natures. But actually, as we see right now, according to analysts, the main travel segment in the early stages of of China's reopening will be independent travelers.、Mm-hmm. Will be those who are adults who are. Either younger than forty years old, and and they they tend to be in the category of the better off or or the wealthier group of travelers. So Thailand has observed this. A lot of operators have been advised to prepare quality services to attract Chinese tourists,、uh, whether it is in tour guides, bus operators, boat operators, hotels, or restaurants. And and to really kind of make it an, an experience and a luxury experience as. We are very well known. Another aspect that I think a lot of people might not think about is also our medical tourism.、Mm-hmm. A lot of our popular hospitals are very popular amongst our tourists coming here to Thailand. So that's one of the things that has been growing. On the other hand, with this week, as we saw,、uh, the first tour group has arrived to Thailand, and I believe I think there were about two groups, and they they are in a six day tour schedule where they're going to go. Around in Bangkok and to Pattaya, I think, and then to Rayong or, or nearby areas,、mm. that is expected to open soon. So obviously,、uh, a lot of tour agents are already getting ready for it. I've heard already tour agents from China have come to Thailand to look at the new attractions, and we see that, for example, in Phuket,、mm. they've already opened up a very big tourist attraction that. Was not there before COVID nineteen.、Mm-hmm. There is a lot of anticipation that these groups will come. What I want to discuss now it's the challenging part of the resumption of tourism sector for Thailand. Like, is the sector ready again after a rather long disruption? Yeah, it definitely has had an impact on the numbers that are coming into Thailand, especially coming from China. But at the same time. It is kind of like a blessing in disguise because it's giving Thailand more time to recover.、Mm-hmm. Let's not forget, as I mentioned during the pandemic, there's such a, an influx of people getting out of the tourism industry.、Mm-hmm. So during this time, right now, we're seeing a lot of recruitment happening, and it, it's quite tough for hotels, especially three-star hotels, to get. Their staff back, or to attract people back, because now that people have seen what could happen, what the risks there are for like a disruption, like a pandemic, a lot of people are either at a very big hotel, like five star hotel, or they're just not interested in going into like a mid level hotel, and so they have had to change their strategy in attracting people, giving more flexible work time. Or like giving more incentive for people to come back to the hotel industry.、Mm. So I think with a pause in the the aviation, you know, industry, I think people are are going to be able to use this time very、uh, well. And I believe, according to reports,、uh, the aviation industry or should be able to get their flights back、mm. to normal either probably in the early two thousand twenty four. Yeah. So it's a、um... It's a process longer than we expected. It's not like、uh, when the restrictions are being lifted,、uh, the situation will 
be back to normal instantly. It takes time for both、mm-hmm. when it comes to the aviation sector and also the tourism sector. And in general, what do you think will be Thailand's prospects for tourism this year? Because you also said earlier that there are other considerations for international travelers. For example, their economic situation. Like when we talk about European or American tourists, inflation will be there one of their considerations. What's your、mm. prospects? It's going to be a gradual growth. A lot of analysts, especially coming from Aeronautical Radio of Thailand company, they have said that with the limited flight availability and lower post-pandemic capacity of tourism operators, the growth is going to be slow. And as I mentioned earlier from the report, flights from China to Thailand are expected to return to pre-pandemic levels in 2024.、Hmm. So, if you think about it, flights right now in 2023 is expected to be around 36,800 or so flights from China. That's still quite a good amount in terms of the increase. That's about 227 percent increase. In terms of the situation of the airline industry, as I said, it's going to be gradual. In terms of the tourism industry in Thailand, it's definitely going to be something that we'll have to keep an eye on. But overall, in all, the Tourism Authority of Thailand says that they're very confident. Of course, they are,、mm-hmm. <laughs> being the officials. But they say that Thailand has advantages when compared to other countries, which are facing, as we are facing a, a global downturn, economic downturn. That is, we can seek markets that maybe are interested into going into destinations for longer stays. Such as you know in Europe, where countries might want to escape the high energy prices.、Mm. All in all, though, it's definitely going to be a bright year. Everyone is very, very excited that we're finally in the year of 2023. Like Thailand, countries like the Philippines and Cambodia have also staged welcoming ceremonies for the first batch of Chinese tourists that landed there. Tourism officials in other ASEAN countries have also expressed high hopes for the return of Chinese tourists. Asia region, it will become stronger, particularly with the recent lifting of travel restrictions in China. We are、uh, delighted that、uh, Indonesia are、uh, on the list to welcome、uh, Chinese tourists alongside with other 20 countries. Indonesia's tourism minister forecasted that the country would welcome more than 250,000 Chinese tourists within the year. Meanwhile, local officials are calling for better transport connectivity and more friendly visa requirements to further facilitate travel, in the hope that recovery of tourism will help consolidate the momentum of the economic rebound. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Deep Dive. For more episodes, you can subscribe to our show. You can also leave comments on your podcast platform to tell us what you want to know about China and beyond. This episode is brought to you by me, Suyi. And my colleagues Fei Fei and Zhang Zhang. Special thanks to CGTN Bangkok correspondent Chowarat Unjirenen. See you next time.